it's time to adjust those shoulder pads, back comb what's left of your hair, and jump into the DeLorean for a look back at what's possibly the best decade anyone could ever have grown up in. Shall we play a game? This is Bring Back the 80s with your hosts, James Alderson and me, Andy Jackson. Yay, here we are. Welcome to another edition of the Bring Back the 80s podcast. It's the little bit in the middle at the moment between Christmas and New Year. Perineum. It's a bit that no one knows what to do with. It's the Biffin's Bridge. So anyway, thank you for uh, joining us again this week. As you can see, I've swapped the shirt for the the slightly baggy jumper because what I've discovered is that (laughs) they've brought out a special washing powder at Christmas, and it's managed to shrink all my shirts. Done oh, one. They're all just yeah. So I've had to I've had to put the baggy jumper on. Nothing whatever Nothing to do with anything else. else. No, no. I've finished my um, Cadbury um, chocolates, so it's empty. So I'm pretty disappointed about that. Ten p as well. The Is that the old ten p's or the new ten p's that go in there? Um, they they the old ten p's, weren't they? They were the big size big ones. Big ten p's. Yeah, I, I seem to remember them being two p's originally. Um, but this is ten p's, and uh, it's Cadbury. Um, but do you know who made this? Tell I've me. just seen it on the back. Tell me. Hornby. What, the same people who made the train? Yeah, Hornby. Emblazoned on the back. So they made it for Cadbury. That's like the that's like a super group. <laughs> Cadbury and Hornby together. <laughs> making perfect harmony in chocolate mag- magicalness. So yeah, I just saw that as I put it on my stomach. I just thought, oh. Unless somehow I've got my train set mixed up with me, me chocolate. But I don't think so. But I'm resting that there because I miss all the... I miss all the uh, Chocolate, chocolate that you yeah. in there. I'm going to ask you to do your best not to make me laugh too much because yeah. we're, we're two kids both coming home from different unis. They've both managed to bring different lurgies home. Lovely. I know you've had the lurgy as well. Yeah, well, it? it's that time of year, isn't it? You know, in the 80s, you'd turn on the telly and you'd have that tunes advert, wouldn't you, on tunes. Yes. Thick and glove, thick and do nothing, or whatever it was. <laughs> don't start welcome to the welcome to the two old men show so this is the bit in between christmas obviously the uh you know christmas day the spectacular surprise of the uh you know when you were a kid going down the stairs yeah seeing what was there seeing a santa bean yeah all that kind of stuff and then you have boxing day yeah um and then there's the kind of lull yeah and as a child i was never obviously that bothered about new year no because what's in it for a child of course you know about popping the thought of having to go back to school before too done yeah but did did you ever do anything like family get-togethers after christmas or was it all centered on the on the christmas day i think that lull and people are probably experiencing it now as they watch this is where people who don't actually really like start drifting over unannounced certainly in the 80s People would knock on the door on the 28th, like, hello, happy Christmas. Or would you say, happy... this is the problem as well. Do you say happy Christmas after Christmas? Do you, do... you say happy new year during the At year? The year. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. throughout January. Right? Yeah. Happy new year. But after, like, I don't know. After Christmas Day, can you say happy Christmas? I don't know. I don't think so, you should. No. So people are coming over, like, and you open the door and think, oh, bollocks, it's Marjorie. And uh, she's yeah. brought you a present. You didn't think to buy her a present, so you go and dig out something that you didn't actually want that someone gave you two days prior and wrap it back up and give it to her as though you'd always thought about her. That's the sort of thing as a kid that you dreaded is just people, distant elderly relatives coming around to give you a hug and a kiss on the Always lips. demanding a kiss, and it was always like a bristly 
That was Marjorie. Know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you met her, didn't you? I think we've all met Marjorie <laughs> in our time. So obviously, if there's a little break in the conversation or whatever, uh, it might be a good idea to put um, a bit of music on. So this could be the uh, thing of choice. We go with with this that was advertised. Here we go. Do you want a good old knees up? Then get stuck in the Chaz and Dave's Christmas Jamboree bag with 40 all-time favourites. It's on Warwick, of course. Now there is a record label you don't see very often anymore, is it? Warwick. Warwick. A Warwick record label. I think it was like the cheapest of the cheapest of the. It's almost like the Woolworths of yeah. of record labels, isn't it? Wow. Compilations on Chaz and Dave. Chaz and Dave assigned to Warwick. Some corking tunes they had, Chaz and Dave. Always think if they were produced slightly differently. They would have been an absolutely brilliant band, generally. I know that they were revered anyway for for what they were, but I always thought if they'd slightly been produced in a slightly different way, some of their tunes were epic. But I think as well, they uh, I get the impression with them that um, they just like to take life nice and easy. Yeah, they didn't need the super much like us. We don't need the superstardom. We're well, quite we're quite happy with our thousand people watching and, and downloading grotto. and our grotto because it's a nice, easy, chilled out, <laughs> chilled out way of life. And I think. <coughs> <laughs> Listerine. I think there's <laughs> I think there's a lot to be said for the uh, for the chilled out kind yes. of uh, chilled out kind of lifestyle. Yeah. I, I, I'm just thinking with us coughing and spluttering as mm. well as the tunes. There was. Uh, do you remember Night Nurse as well? There was she, Night yes. Nurse. Yeah. Do you remember Night Nurse? Yeah, I do. Lovely. And there was one that you were supposed to take. Uh, there was a Night Nurse and a Day Nurse. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And there was one if you took it at night, it was supposedly supposed to help you sleep. Lock you out. Yeah. And there was one as well. The obviously the daytime one. Yeah. As well. But both of them, if you can remember, both said don't drink or afraid heavy machinery. That's right. Yeah. At the time. No. And when I was nine, that was pretty. Safe. <laughs> pretty safe. I mean, I had a Millennium Falcon. That was pretty heavy machinery. Um, but um, yeah, I think yeah. Now they do it in tablet form, which is brilliant, of course. But back then, it was like drinking neat Cafoisier or whatever it was. Yeah, wasn't it? the day nurse and night nurse. I remember the cough cough mixture that I used to take for a cough, which, and to be honest, I could probably do with some now. Yeah, I think it was Galloway's. I don't know if there's still a still a thing. That sounds like a good cure. It did. It tastes. I used to sneak a little, <laughs> just a little cheeky one as a as a child, <coughs> purely <coughs> because I loved the taste. Yeah. Wow. I thought I loved the taste. Obviously, I was addicted to cough syrup yeah. at the time. Wow. Yeah, I do remember the medicines were intense, weren't they? Whether it was cough medicine or any other medicine, it was always there was nothing subtle about any of it, was there? No. No. I mean, and it was always, it was always. Not quite liquid. <laughs> I always just remember getting, come on, spoonful, put it in your mouth, and you drink it down. I think that I'm sure that was not meant for consumption. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's um, yeah, there was a lot. I mean, we've got all the leftovers here, obviously, of course, from Christmas family circle. Of course, you've got the family circle biscuits, they were probably the, always considered the rubbish ones, I think, even in the 80s, family circle. You had, I think you had one chocolate one. You had a bourbon. You have the bourbon. The bourbon is a classic. Yeah, a classic. Um, Dip it in chocolate and it turns into a penguin. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And then you got the shortbreads. They're the original shortbreads, of course. You got mince pies, uh, and of course an empty. They all get put in an empty till. <laughs> call it your streets. Uh, and once the biscuits are gone, of course, sewing kit in there um, to upset you in February when you open up the quality streets and go, oh no, bollocks. Um, yeah. Nothing so, worse than diving into a quality street as well and finding it full of 99% empty wrappers. I know, I didn't used to do that, but that used to upset me. Yeah. Go around other people's houses and go, oh, lovely. See it all. And yeah, just wrappers and, and the coconut one. 
single coconut. Oh my god, yeah. Or oh. the toffee penny as well. I like in there as well. Yeah. I like the toffee penny. But they used to make a proper chewy toffee pennies, pull your fillings out. Yeah, things, we they? see all these. They've got the photographs on here of all the paper wrappers around the foil. I used to remember wrapping, unwrapping the paper wrapper around a caramel barrel, and it, it was sort of half pulled off the foil, and then underneath the foil you'd see all that goopy goodness. It was very tactile, wasn't it, in those days? And I think maybe we're missing a trick with that. If you remember chocolate bars as well, they were never properly sealed in, in plastic, were no, they? No. They would be paper and yeah. then it would just be foil around. Yeah. And then some idiot came along and sort of started putting... We've got to seal it tight. Seal it tight as well. Seal all the taste yeah. that we've taken out of the ingredients inside this wrapper. Because when otherwise, if we don't seal it in, what little taste of <laughs> left in this menu is going to be gone. You want to put? I've got two final crackers oh, for Christmas. Thank you. So we might as well. Let's have a go. Go on. So that was, on. That's not even an eighties bang, is it? I've got to. It's got the smell though. It? It's got the smell. You've got him. Triggering, triggering off an allergic reaction. There we yeah. go. I mean, that's not even. Oh, it has, yeah, it's it has. Smell, it yeah. has got it, it's but got it hasn't smell. got a bang, has it? No. There's no bang to it. It sort of goes... Even with these ones, they are, you've still got to be over 18 before you... Is there a toy then? Oh, I hope so. Hang about. What's that? Oh, I've got a hair tie. That's up. Oh, that's going to come in super, <laughs> super handy. <laughs> super handy it doesn't appear to be anything at all in this oh, one. No, there no, no, nothing. It might be tucked in the corner. Is it in the corner? Right, on the other end. Oh, yes. Well done, James. Hang about. I've got two hats. What's that for? See, I always used to wonder why, because uh, did you ever get the posh crackers with the right, with the where they would be made out of foil, and they would you get yes. you would get one that would be sort of golden coloured and yep. and foil, but they yep. didn't seem to be in every in every single one. So okay, let's get properly in the festive mood. These have got smaller. They used to be high in they the eighties. They were really high hats. Everything's going wrong now. Um, have you got a joke for me? I've got a joke. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a shark? Don't know. Frostbite. It's true. Yeah. Um, how do you make a jacket last? Make the trousers first. You see, I don't really understand <laughs> who's been paid to write these. Um, it's upsetting me. Um, obviously, part of my, I don't know what you got for Christmas, but in my stocking, I've got um, a sterling geometry set. They were the proper, proper ones, were they? Now, I'm, memory, is it... Can you just give it a little shake for me? Are they loose in there, or are they in that plastic they container? A plastic container. <coughs> so, what so what you're saying is <coughs> you've been given a second hand... Yes. ...geometry set for Christmas. Exactly that, exactly. Oh, do you know what, though? I love these as well. Yeah. Just, just I've actually got the... Um, do-it-yourself tattoo kit here but uh, this is the bit where you would put you would slide a pencil in and then mm. you would tighten it up with a knurled yeah knob yeah and draw draw circles, circles because yeah. everyone knows perfect circles were the key to being good at maths now you know i'm always very much into the smell there's a rubber here that's an 80s rubber i know that that is a proper that's the proper hardcore that's made of that's made of plants and stuff yeah definitely yeah, yeah. asbestos all kinds of bits yeah <laughs> and the uh and the uh little pencil sharpener as well yeah obviously neat. at school there would be the big one that would be on the teacher's desk that you the pencil sharpener yeah. monitor yeah would be the one that would get to turn if you went to a really good school yeah you'd have an electric one oh yes yeah. yeah. so well, yeah. they came in yeah 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 so i got that yeah. and i also got an avon um bubble bath uh, fog <laughs> bubble bath, um, which is actually made of pot, which is um, yeah, very nice. Made for pot, yeah, 
Yeah, it's actually. Oh, it's actually, oh, it's proper. It's yeah. China, isn't it? Nice ceramic, you said sure. pot. I thought you meant some kind of illegal substance. No. Wait a second. Wow. Volkswagen. <coughs> yeah. Avon. Yeah. Oland aftershave. Mm. Have you actually had a smell? No. Does it open? I don't. Have think you dared? So. I don't haven't. Have you dared? I'm not sure. I mean, you, know, you never know what's going to be in there. You to, just to vote, you know, for health and safety reasons, James. You have a little sniff first. No, this is no. It's not coming open. It's not going to open that. But yes, it's it's made in New York, of course, and keep out of reach of young children. Um, so don't let them put your aftershave on or play with toys. That's why you're not allowed to touch it, Andy. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll leave it. But yeah, so um, yeah, we're at that point between Christmas and New Year where. Kid, you'd sort of unbox, you'd finally get round to unboxing even the gift you weren't really bothered about, wouldn't you? Yeah. Start putting the scale electrics together a bit more because you'd whack it together, wouldn't you, on on Christmas Day? And then after that, you'd sort of properly experiment with different figures of eights and bridges. Bridges. Different figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was always the. <coughs> Always the same, though, where you'd still always have that little bit of track. And it was always the same little bit all the time yeah. where they just wouldn't work unless you went fast enough. But if, obviously, if you went too fast, it would shut off and hit the, over the edge and yeah. and all that stuff. Um, uh, as we're sort of between the, the Christmas bit and the uh, and the new and the new year. Yeah. Um, some of the, you know, when they like now the big Christmas sales. Yes. Are on. Yeah. And advertised on the TV. Yeah. Back in the 80s, you get adverts like this. Tell me what they're selling. Tell me what the USP of this is, if you will. Westbrook Plus would like to say many thanks to all their customers and wish you all a very Merry Christmas. That is it. That is it. Well, they're selling glass. They're obviously selling glass, but is that is that window glass? Is no. it glasses for, for drinking? I said vase. A vase. Single vase. <laughs> they sold one vase <laughs> per town. And they've paid out to do an advert. TV advert, and it, I don't know if you could see if you could see there. The colours were constantly changing. It was obviously just as the the new graphics had come in. Yeah, and you could make the colours of the titles change. They sold a lot of glass. They did. I don't know what. Not off the back of that advert. <laughs> I think it strikes me. I mean, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know who Westbrook Glass were and are, but I'm guessing that they are the kind of glass that you would see when you go into, say, an upmarket garden centre. Yeah. And they have the knickknacks. Yeah, decanters. The decanters and, and all that kind of stuff as well. And there's a bit, and it's usually behind a locked cupboard and you have yeah. to like, ask an assistant to come along. I think Westbrook Glass would have been one of those kind of... Someone's got some Westbrook Glass who's watching this and they'll know. But you see, decanters in the boxes and in the cabinets were all very, the, of the time, in the 80s, your mum and your nan, they had the decanter. It might not have even been used, but it was on display with some nice tumblers around it on a tray on the sideboard. And even when the vicar came around, it wasn't used. It was just there to have a look at. So it was sherry for when the vicar came around. Yeah. Vicar, we always used to like a sherry. Well, they had a necklace on the decanter, didn't it? With a little yes. a silver <laughs> thing on silver that thing. said whatever it said yeah. on it. Whiskey, I don't know. Barry. I don't know what it said on it, but it said something on it engraved. And... Uh, I think that was from a bygone era. It wasn't really 80s, was it? But it was sort of carrying over that thing that we got a bit of money, put it next to the walnuts. Hey, it's Christmas. Get some sherry for the vicar. And also, of course, the thing is that once you've got that decanter, you could put any cheap old nonsense in there. You could have your Sainsbury's own brand yeah. in there and nobody's going to nobody's gonna know the difference, get it, are get they? It, get it decanted. Yes. That's the, that's the famous phrase. From the 80s, <laughs> decant that shit. Um, 
<laughs> Don't make me laugh, for God. <laughs> Everybody here watching this is thinking, oh, bless them. I've got a cold as well, um, but I don't have to ruin a recording by coughing over it. It's the um, season of, you know, not only good cheer and goodwill and, yeah. and men, it's the season of picking up every little bit of cough and cold going. you got to do it. And for, well, I ha- We haven't actually got colds, have we? We're just doing this <laughs> to make everybody else feel okay about when they're watching it. Um, talking of watching, I was watching a few specials over Christmas, Andy, and I watched um, Last of the Summer Wine, a Christmas special, which I always used to love as a kid. And very relaxing, isn't it, and cosy. Then I thought, I wonder how, I wonder how old they were when they first recorded Last of the Summer Wine. Turned out a couple of those actors, Sandy, when they first started recording, were younger than me. My God. Yeah. Foggy <laughs> was two years younger than me. The tall guy with the glasses on and the cap. He was two years younger than me for the first episodes, for the first series of After the Summer Wine. Um, so, yeah, we are two old gits, really, aren't we? Who was the one who used to wear the string around his trousers as well? Compo. Compo, yeah. Compo as yeah. well. Why he, was about si- he was about 60 when they first started recording. So he's going to be about 110 now. Then, oh, he's, he's definitely yeah, gone. Definitely, yeah. 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 Because towards the latter stages, his son played Compo. I did not yeah. realise that. That's a yeah. factoid that you've yeah. introduced us to. You're welcome. You're welcome. Speaking, um, of, act- speaking of actors as well mm-hmm. and uh, comedians, there is a very famous actor but as a very young version of himself appearing in this next little TV okay. advert. Okay. I'd like you to um, tell me if you can name the actor, the famous one in this. To celebrate the season of goodwill, Mr Kipling sent two of his rivals some samples of his new Christmas collection, including his deep-filled mince pies. One for me, one for oh, you, goodness. one for me. Um, crisp golden pastry. Succulent spice mincemeat. One for me. Does your appetite? Mr. Kipling does make an exceedingly tempting Christmas collection. Brilliant. Yeah, no idea his name. Mark Williams. Excuse me. Yeah, well, he went on to be in Harry Potter. He was in Harry Potter. He was on the Fast Show as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he in? He wasn't in Alfred, weird as a pet, was he? He was in, was in loads of stuff. Yeah, there, wasn't he? During the eighties, nineties, two thousands, he's still going. Saw so a few things recently. Yeah, wow, God, I never got into mince pies. Did you do you like the mince pie? I do. You know what? I can take them or leave them. To be it's quite not honest. mince, is it? It's definitely not mince. I mean, it's mince in ye olde terms, but they could change it now, can't they? And call it just what it is, which is fruit pie. Fruit pie. That is a fruit pie. Yeah. Just, I've always felt conned as a kid. Have a bit of mince pie. Like, oh, I love mince. Lovely. Although I'm about to blow your mind. No. I don't know whether you are a... Um, would you describe yourself as, a, as an adventurous eater? Oh, no. <laughs> so you take your mince pie now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know you know, whether this started off as a as a TikTok thing or not, or whatever. But you take the lid off. Yeah. You put a bit of blue cheese in the mm. pie. Yeah. And then you put the lid back on. Yeah. And you've got, <laughs> you've got Stilton and mince pie pies. Well... Try it. Don't knock it. Don't <laughs> knock it until you try it. <coughs> that sounds disgusting, Andy. Um, uh, no, I don't really like cheese, so that's not a good start for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the attraction. My parents bloody love a mince pie. When they come out in October or whatever, yeah, get a pack of them. I'll have one a week. It doesn't look strange. Yeah, it doesn't do it for me at all. There was a thing as well where people would bake for a while when people had enough time on their hands. People would do the baking of the mince pies. Oh, and yeah. people like my nan would bake mince pies and everything. Yeah. And I hate to say it, man. God, you know, God bless you. But the Mr. Kiplings yeah. were better 
yeah. the home baked ones. I'm I saying. think it was definitely all that mixing of the of the whatever it is, fruits and raisins and stuff. There would be bowls of it, wouldn't there, in your nan's kitchen. And I knew Christmas was coming because there was the fruitcake in the larder. You'd open it and it would be there, sat there wrapped for months, it seemed. And then it would get covered in the marzipan, then covered in the solid icing. And then the decorations, would, there'd be some sort of frilly, some sort of it's frilly, frilly belt. Like a bit like one of these, yeah, but for a cake. Tassels <laughs> and tassels all up, tight, up and down it. And then there'd be a deer that was four times the size of Santa stood on the top and a, and a sleigh eight times the size of the deer and all mixed up and some some berries and stuff, uh, all plastic or something or other with wire. And then obviously random coins dropped in at certain points. Obviously just to choke you. What I did, <laughs> what I did like about the... <coughs> About the old school sort of Christmas, you know, stodgy puddings and everything. They they always, you know, they obviously knew they were were rubbish in the first place. So they thought, how can we actually make this edible? And that is by pouring loads of brandy in it. And yeah, it was the, was it like the Christmas the Christmas pudding? Obviously, poured the brandy over and did and did that. But the Christmas cake, I seem to vaguely remember, it had to be topped up with booze on like a, a almost a daily basis. As it was, well. yeah. as it was, as it was sitting there in a sherry trifle as well. I feel like my granddad. He had to be topped up top top throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is why we have such fond memories of, of Christmas from the 80s. Because even as kids, we were eating all this boozy food. Yeah. And we were constantly pissed. Yeah, everybody was pissed. Everybody was pissed. Everybody was smoking. Everyone was eating. Everyone was playing games. We always used to play that game where you put you roll a dice and you put oven gloves on and a coat and a hat and a scarf. And you got to eat a chocolate bar with a knife and fork. And eat as much of the chocolate bar as you can with the knife and fork with all these clothes on before someone else rolls a six and then they start ripping all the clothes off you and just put them on themselves to then start eating the truck. Did you play this? Never, ever. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for the bit where you said everybody puts their keys in yeah. the middle of the table. No, I was only about eight at the time. But, um, it, was a, it was a haven't thing. Um, but no, I, I think I'm pretty sure that a lot of people played it, but maybe it wasn't a London thing. Maybe it was more of a down south thing or an up north thing. I know my my, my wife used to play it. Um, so she said we're eating a Mars bar with a knife. No, and no, fork. a big bloody grey dairy milk. Yeah, nice and salt, but you've got to eat it fully with gloves on, uh, uh, oven gloves usually, so it makes it hard to do. <laughs> and a scarf and hat and coat and uh, something else sometimes. And the point is that that delays you from actually getting down to eating it while someone else is rolling the dice so there's like 10 15 20 people sat all around you you're in the middle on this stool eating this thing and hoping you can get to eat loads of chocolate before someone else rolls a six and then they start they basically rescue you to the ground rip all those clothes off you and start getting dressed so they can start eating it's quite fun um not if you love chocolate like me it's quite depressing well i tried to imagine trying to get into a dairy milk with a even it's hard enough as it is with the new with the new plastic pouches on them. i tried to get into that with your oven gloves no they, it was always unwrapped it was always unwrapped and it was all but it was on a plate on a little table with a knife it was a, it was it was fun when it was your turn um and you were trying to stop them getting the clothes off you trying to keep cutting um and as you can tell, I was bloody brilliant at the game. I could tell. Uh, thank you, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I still fight over chocolate this, to this day. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was a good game, good game. But we didn't really play any other. Pass the parcels sometimes uh, and Christmas. Uh, what other games? Charades. Yeah. There was a bit of charades. Is it yeah. a film? Is it a book? Is yeah. it a, what was the other one? Oh, TV, TV show. Which, to be honest, I don't mind a bit of charades 
charades, charades. Yeah. Even now as well. It's what we used to call it at the time. In the eighties, it changed temporarily to be called "Give Us a Clue." <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yeah. People stopped calling it charades <laughs> <laughs> because of all what's his face. What was his name on it? I'm good. Somebody's telling me to say Derek Beatty, Derek Beatty, but it's not Derek Beatty. No, it was um, he was a dancer guy, and then it was the girl, the woman out of um, uh, Wurzel Gummidge. Uh, oh, Ula, 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 no, she was there, she was Eunice there, Stubbs. Eunice Stubbs, Eunice Stubbs, and, and that to that one, that one, no, somebody, yeah, that anyway. one, he, but like you say, he was a dancer and he was literally on everything, yeah, he was everything, and I'm sure Parkinson hosted it a bit for a bit as well. Um, but that was great, I used to love that, even as a kid, I used to watch, love watching Give Us a Clue, but that was Charades, wasn't it, yeah, um, and uh, and everyone would be like, come on, let's play Give Us a Clue, and uh, yeah. And then every now and again, someone would say, let's play charades. And as a kid, you'd be like, what the hell's that? Um, but yeah, that's an 80s, an 80s takeover, I think, from the TV name. Why didn't they call it charades? It's weird, isn't it? Who knows? Who knows? Speaking of 80s takeovers, I'm going to play you an advert from the 80s, mm-hmm. which I never knew because there's a... I'll play the advert yeah. and it will all become, all become apparent. One look and you'll see how low prices can be Whenever you shop at Morrison's Like cucumber red salmon, only two seventy nine. Delicious Asti spumanti martini, three ninety nine. Super And Morrison's assorted crisps, only 89 pence for 12 Crispy So come down and see our, our best quality Now what they've done is they've taken that jingle and they're using that now yeah. in their current campaign but I don't remember it from the first time round no, it wasn't that David Jason's voice. I don't know whether it's it was David caricature. Jason. It could be, could be. I mean, Morrison's came down south in the 90s. So the, I, that was never advertised down here. I remember working for a design agency in London um, in the 90s. We were talking to them about doing some branding and stuff. And they said, oh, we're going to be moving down south. So it'd be you know, good to work with you and stuff uh, in in the future. That's about when you had a proper job. Uh, yeah, yeah, proper, yeah, did a proper career. And... Uh, <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, that's exciting. And so I'd never even heard of that, really. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. Now they're starting to do that thing that doesn't fit, by the way. No, and it just is so annoying. That's why they've done that. So, so annoying. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, more reasons to shop at Morrison's. It's, it's, there's a, there's, you've missed a syllable out. Or you've added, or it added extra one. It just yeah. it does not fit. Talk, but I, I didn't realise that that was a, an old advert. Well, I like the fact the way they advertise the crisps here because obviously I've got crisps leftovers <laughs> from from the eighties. Um, the only uh, person in the world who keeps crisp packets. No, I didn't keep it. I'm not a lunatic. <laughs> but yeah, we've got crisps from the Olympics here, um, and this little fella, KP Crisp, brother Crispin. Do you remember him? Yes. On the back of the on the back there, he always used to be on the KP Crisps. Bless him. Um, these are just ones that I stumbled across uh, in you know, accidentally. If uh, you're if you're them. listening to this rather than watching it, I just have to explain that James has got the crisp packets hermetically steamed <laughs> in like museum <coughs> in museum quality <coughs> pouches. Yes, so they can never be never be damaged. No, that's right. Well, this poor wife, James. Yeah, I know, but you know she's lucky bugger, isn't she? Um, she no, I just. There are things that trigger me in a positive sense about the 80s of my childhood. And seeing things like that, Brother Crispin, memories came flooding back. I'm one of these people who's who has very few memories independently coming to me in my head from my childhood. So I need things to trigger memories. So if I see a photo, if I see a toy 
from my childhood or something, you know, um, like this stuff, it will bring stuff Come back. back. Yeah. And funnily enough, my my eldest son is very much like that. If I talk to him about his amazing childhood that I've given him, Andy, um, he has no recollection. Um, but if I show him something, he'll, he'll start talking about it. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, we're clearly both very special people. It's a shame, isn't it, as well, that there was no such thing as, like, you know, phones that you could record every single precious moment yeah. on. Because in those days, all you would have now would be very, very grainy photograph yeah faded photographs of like little snapshots in time but it's 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 a shame that we can't actually go back and sit and watch ourselves yeah on the tv and we will never ever be able to do that no no what a depressing thought <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of depressing thoughts we just um, <coughs> thought we'd let you know that these uh, as in the little bit between christmas and new year we're just doing a couple of little mini episodes for you so this yeah. is mini episode number 13 it is yeah and then we're going to take a break in january for about a month or so yeah and then we're going to come back as well but if you do want to subscribe to our special vip subscriptions if you go to uh, bring back the 80s podcast.com we've done the the lowest price that they will let us do it yeah which is 99p as a special 99p christmas new year treat so it Although these are just shorter episodes, this one and the next one, just to get you through the Christmas break, New Year break, um, you can, of course, go and top up your joy um, by <laughs> clicking the subscribe and seeing all the extra episodes and the extra bits on the end of episodes, 20, 30 minutes on top of each of the episodes over the last sort of month or two. Where we go uncensored and off, off completely off piece. And they, completely. Yeah. Um, so you can see all that and more. Um, by clicking subscribe on the old website, bring back the 80s podcast.com. And at 99 pence. Come on, it's perfect. If you forgot to buy a gift for somebody, oh, yeah. It's the perfect late Christmas. I'm sorry, I didn't remember to get you a gift. It's only going to cost you 99 When Marjorie turns up at your door around now, no. just go, oh, I'm pleased <laughs> you popped over because I've just bought your subscription uh, to bring back the 80s podcast. And on that happy note, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you want to get hold of us, by the way, go to the website. You can be a VIP subscriber on there. Bring back the 80s podcast.com. Happy Christmas. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's edition. We'd love it if you could subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And don't forget, there's a video version on YouTube too. You can contact us using the links in the show notes and on the YouTube channel. And we'll see you next time for another edition of Bring Back the 80s. <laughs>